You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1093. But let me tell you something that works even better. It's my LOL, my land offer letter. And this land offer letter says, hey, I'm Brent Bowers. I'd like to buy your land on Main Street and I'd offer you the exact price of $3,498 or whatever it is. Usually I'm offering 10, 20, 30, 50 cents on the dollar for this land. And they also have to do, we make it so simple for them, is sign it and send it back to us, whether it be mail you know, email, fax, you name it. We make it easy for them because we're trading speed and convenience for a portion of their equity. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. I've been buying and selling land since 2016. I've done over 250 land deals and have over 100 notes paying me every single month. I'm gonna show you what is the best way to buy land, why you wanna buy land like this, and how you're gonna get the best discounts by doing it this way. I'm gonna break this down and give you my three best strategies. Number one, does mail even work? Number two, what are all the cool kids doing? And number three is the oldest marketing strategy around. All right, mail. Does mail even work? There's so much controversy around mail. Does it even work? Does it ever work? Should we still be doing it? It's so old, it's outdated, it's expensive. Well, I'm here to tell you it absolutely does work. And I love when people think it doesn't work because that improves my KPIs, my key performance indicators, and improves my mailing rate. So let's talk about a little thing called postcards. We all receive them, we throw them in the garbage, but these are the cheapest things you can send to people. These postcards say little things like, hey, I'd like to buy your land on Main Street. If you're interested in a fair, all cash offer, you know, no stress about this, we handle everything, call us. These things work phenomenal for us. But let me tell you something that works even better. It's my LOL, my land offer letter. And this land offer letter says, hey, I'm Brent Bowers. I'd like to buy your land on Main Street and I'd offer you the exact price of $3,498 or whatever it is. Usually I'm offering 10, 20, 30, 50 cents on the dollar for this land. And they also have to do, we make it so simple for them, is sign it and send it back to us, whether it be mail, you know, email, fax, you name it. We make it easy for them because we're trading speed and convenience for a portion of their equity. So when I'm asked, does mail actually work? I tell you, absolutely it works. It is the most passive system that you could set up. You can have a mail house do everything for you, give them the list, and they can send out your letters every single week. Me personally, I send out 300 a week, no matter what happens. And these are 300 letters a week. And if I really like the area, I'll then send out postcards as well to the same exact list and follow up on these. I can feel it. You might be thinking, well, everyone throws away the junk mail. I get all those Capital One you know, mailers and I just throw those things away. But let me pull you back a second. Think about the person we're mailing to. Think about our avatar, our elderly generation that has been sitting on the slam for the last 20, 25, 30 years. They still read their mail. Us guys that are a little younger, you know, 20s, 30s, most of the time we're not reading our mail. We're reading our text messages and our emails but the people that we're mailing, our avatar, our sellers are still reading their mail. And think about this from a financial aspect. Yes, this costs money. We've got to look at this as a business expense, but it's also return on investment. 
If I send $100 worth of mailers, let's just say that's 100 letters, and one of these letters is going to accept my offer. You know, I always talk about, you know, 99 out of 100 people do not want to hear from us. They don't need us. They don't have a problem that we can solve. But that one person out of 100 will want our services, and we can help them get out from underneath this burdensome property, and we make $30,000 on it. We spent $100 to make $30,000. That's an amazing ROI. I would do that multiple times a day, and we do. So let's talk about what all the cool kids are doing, and that's texting. You know, texting works phenomenally well to buy land. I want to caution you. I want to advise you to always, always be scrubbing your data against the do not call registry, your local registry, you know, your statewide, and then also the federal do not call registry. You want to make sure that you're not texting a professional litigator or calling a professional litigator. And what's a professional litigator? This is somebody that makes their living off of suing guys that text and phone call. You know, if they've ever sued somebody, they are considered a professional litigator, ever sued somebody for texting or calling. And number two, you don't want to be contacting people on the do not call registry because you can get in big trouble with this. Like there's a fine for each one of these. So you want to scrub your data, you know, run your data against these registries and make sure that you completely take out anybody on the do not call as well as the professional litigator. So yeah, I know what you're thinking. That's going to take down your list quite a bit. However, you don't want to have to deal with a professional litigator or someone on the do not call registry. So let's go back to texting. Now, the common person checks their phone several times an hour and they usually check their texts and reply immediately to them. So if you text someone a simple, you know, sentence saying, Hey, would you be interested in selling your land? Yes or no. That's it. They're going to respond to you. Don't call me. Don't text me. Stop you know, get rid of those guys. Just delete those messages. And then you're going to have that one person out of a hundred that needs to hear from you and says, yes, what are you offering? Or yes, which parcel of land? That's a really good one. I love when I get that because that means we've got multiple parcels that we can possibly buy from one this one person. So they'll say things like, you know, how much are you offering or which parcel are you referring to? Or I sold this land years ago. I love that, that I sold this land years ago. I actually have a student in my land sharks course. I do teach people how to buy and sell land and build a business that creates passive income, massive passive income that serves them as far as their financial goals and their time freedom goals and, you know, releases them from, you know, geography restrictions like having to be tied to a desk. But I had a student that got a response like this from a seller saying, Hey, I sold this land five years ago. Well, it turns out he actually didn't sell this land. So my student got it for $8,000 and then did a quick flip where he bought it and sold it for $108,000. So two things, the seller was just super happy because he just made another $8,000 on a piece of land he didn't realize he owned. And my my student was super happy because he just netted $100,000 profit. And then his buyer was extremely happy because his buyer is going to build a convenience store on this commercial piece of land. So win, win, win. So that was all from a simple text message to an owner of a piece of land that he didn't realize he even had. So what I was getting at is, you know, talk to the people that need our help and just disregard everyone else that doesn't. So let's take it one step further. You already had the phone number. You've already texted. Some people won't answer a text or you only have the landline number. So let's talk about cold calling. This is the easiest thing you could possibly do. And you're in the offense mode. You're actually reaching out to landowners that may consider an offer on, on their land. Why not cold call them and say, Hey, 
I ran across your piece of land. I just wanted to see if you consider an offer on it. And you're going to get a yes, a no, a maybe, or how'd you get my number? And that's, that's pretty much the responses you're going to get. The scariest one is yes. When you get that yes, that's when it's go time. You know, yes, I would consider an offer. What are you offering? Well, that's when you ask them to share a little bit of information about this land because you want to kind of pull them in your direction at this point. You want to know more about this land, how many acres it is, where it's at, you know, like what's on it. Is it is it fenced? Is are there any attributes like, you know, mountain views, water views, anything like that? Because you're trying to figure out what the land's worth. And a lot of times these sellers will say, you know, or the landowner will say, you called me. You don't know anything about the land. Well, that's when I say, Mr. Seller, I, I want to get you the best offer possible. That's why I'm trying to get all the information I possibly can. Is it okay if I call you back with an actual offer here in about a couple hours? And when we do all of our due diligence, we call back with that offer. I ask, I say, hey, you know, I know you want to sell the land. I've got to do some of my research. What is the least you could take for this land if we were to pay all cash and close very quickly? And then I cover my mouth. I completely be quiet. And I want to hear exactly what they're saying at this point. And this is the hardest thing to do for me. And also my students, like you just got to cover your mouth and press the mute button because you want to talk. But at the end of the day, you want them to give you their number. And that number is probably going to be a kite. They're going to give you a high number and you've got to just be confident, hold the desk, whatever you got to do and say, ah, is that the best you're willing to do? And be kind and sincere when you do it. And when you ask this, cover your mouth again. Thank God you're not doing a Zoom with them and mute the button. Hit the mute button. Don't say a word. And they'll more than likely come down a little bit on their price. And then that's when you say, well, Mr. Seller, you know, after they've come down, I was kind of thinking somewhere around here. My warm and fuzzy is around here. That's when you give them your anchor. What does an anchor do? It pulls that kite down to the ground and hopefully smashes it right in the dirt because they're, they're giving you some pie in the sky number that they dream of, that they want, but you've got to pull them down. And that's where the negotiation comes into play. And I don't care if they give you a number that you want to do or you're willing to do, you still have to negotiate it a little bit because psychology, like you don't want to just give them the number that they asked for because at the end of the day, they can have something called seller's remorse. Yes, that's a thing. They can feel like, oh my goodness. When they lay their head on the pillow at night, they say, oh my goodness, I sold it for too cheap. I left money on the table. That's why you have to negotiate a little bit more when it hurts, when it's hurting your stomach. Don't be afraid. All they can do is hang up. They're not going to come through the phone and shoot you or anything. They can hang up and you call them right back. And if they don't answer when you call back, you keep calling until they answer. And you say, oh, I'm sorry. We've had such a bad connection lately. No, I hung up on you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. You know, and then just go from there. Some of the best deals I've ever had was where a seller hung up on me. All right. What is the oldest form of marketing out there? You know, this, this has existed before TVs. It's radio. Radio. We buy land all the time with radio. It's simple radio ads just saying, Hey, we're looking for land in your area. We buy, we pay all cash. We close quickly. We're convenient and we handle everything. Call us if you're looking to sell your land. And then we give them a phone number that's easy to remember. We say it three times and we also leave our website. We are buying land every single month on radio. And it's so amazing because we're not mailing these people. 
We're not interrupting their day with a cold call or a text message. They are reaching out to us and they want to talk to us. They've heard our ad. We also become credible because we're on the radio. Not just anybody can get on the radio. We're also rock stars in our market. And they say, well, if they're they're able to be on the radio, they must be legitimate. So I love radio and it's one of the best ways that I'm using to buy land. I've been buying and selling land since 2016. I've done over 400 land deals and I mentioned I've got 74 notes paying me every single month. If you're looking to build a business just like that will serve you and your family and eventually others to allow you to get rid of the shackles, to allow you to quit that old job that you no longer want to be in, I want you to head on over to thelandsharks.com right now, schedule a call, Fill out the form. If my team likes what you have to say, we might even invite you into the tribe. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.